You're listening to Tabletop and Beyond, the Guild 9 Gaming Podcast, covering board games, the war games, and beyond. Hey everybody, and welcome back to your favorite podcasters and Tabletop and Beyond. We're glad that you're joining us for this week's episode. Uh, today, it's just me, Justin, and my buddy, Jason. What's going on, everybody? All right, so it's just the two of us. Uh, we still got some stuff we want to talk about, and uh, we're excited to talk about gaming. Definitely. So, um, let's kick it off, Jason. How was your Geek Week? Geek Week was great. Um, I finally did something on my bucket list, which was to create that uh, mold, to create my own first mold that I was talking about, I think, previously. I took yeah, a last bunch week. of bases. Yeah, yeah. I took a bunch of bases that, uh, that I made. Um, that I think were very, were highly detailed bases, uh-huh. and you know these these bases take me a while to do because not only do you have to put all of the like, you know, the detail into them into into them with the material to get kind of the textures and everything. Right. You got to do all that before you even prime them. You know, and yeah. Paint them and add. Oh, I'm living stuff. in that hell right now. Actually, oh, yeah. I've got 50 Ard boys, uh, you know, Orc Ard boys in front of me. <laughs> And unfortunately, the army that I bought, they were all based already. Uh, yep. So I've been having to base them around like the the glued on feet, and dude, it's just taking me forever. Yeah, I will say this tip of the day, right? Um, use the model glue all you want when you're assembling your models, but when I attach models to bases, it's super glue now, because you yeah. can just pop them off. In the, yeah, if you, if need, you need to. to. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Totally. Yeah, these were all modeled glue on, and I'm like, dude, I can't get them off. Yep. Nope. That sucks. Anyway, yeah. so I made these. So I took three of these bases, uh, and this is from a, a friend, Caleb Walters, who's big into kind of the Warhammer uh, scene, the Age of Sigmar scene here. But he gave me this recommendation. I took three of the bases that were kind of unique. They had you know little bits of stone and stuff in them, and I used the smooth on uh, casting material to uh, create. I basically put these three bases. I super glued them down to the bottom of one of my dog bowls. <laughs> Nice. And poured this liquid rubber over them, let it set overnight, popped it out of the dog bowl, and man, I tell you, uh, the detail, the captured detail is just astounding, man. I mean, I used used Hearthstart molds a lot to do like plaster molds, to do like terrain and stuff, and that stuff is really, really cool. But I pour some resin into these things. I pour, you mix up this resin, pour it into the mold. It takes 10 minutes. At the end of 10 minutes, you come back, pop them out of the mold, and I've got a complete duplicate, like a total replica. Oh, my replica. gosh. So, dude, if you're doing like 100 bases, you did yep. three of them. I mean, you're talking, what, 33 times 10 minutes or whatever, you know, for 100 bases. And, you know, I mean, that's, uh, you know, 330 minutes. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, I'm doing the math here. Six hours yeah, to... Maybe Six hours to basically kind of, do yeah. like all your bases. Yeah. But but that still... dwarfs that dwarfs in time comparison oh to God. what I've been doing in like putting down the the bottom layer and the little rocks and the little skulls and all that stuff. Yeah. And and, and what... material and or yeah. money money exactly in the material the resin is I mean it's like each one of these things is like. Oh, like 10 cents a base now. That's that's ridiculous. And yeah, and so what I did was I took I made uh so I did 3 and I made 9. So I did 3 3 casts. And I and I put them on a thing and I I primed them with my airbrush black, solid black. Okay. And then I went to my wife and was like <clears throat> three of these are not like the others, you know. <laughs> yeah. 
to see if she could find it. And like, you just can't tell. The detail is just, it captures it perfectly. And then once I, once I actually painted them and flocked them, that's your thing. It doesn't avoid that, right? You still have to paint them individually yeah. and flock them. But dude, I, I, I look at them right now and I don't even know which ones are resin bases and which ones are, are normal. It's, I'm so happy I did this. I'm so excited. Now I'm like looking around and I was like, what else can I make a mold of? You yeah. <laughs> but it's really cool. Highly recommend it. So easy to do with the smooth on product. I think the starter kit, which contained the liquid rubber and the uh, resin, was like fifty bucks total on Amazon. Have you thought about maybe like making and selling bases? I thought about that. I was trying to think. You know, how much would? Here's what I think. I look at it and I think, <clears throat> gosh, I could knock these things out so fast. I don't even need to really flock them. You could just prime them. Yeah. And say, here you go. They're primed. They're ready for you to paint them whatever color you want. But here's some really good detailed resin bases. Right, right. And I'm trying to think, how much would I pay for for like those bases? If I was like, yeah, I want to get some nice bases. I don't want to do it myself. Like, what would you pay for it? Um, couple bucks a base, maybe max. Uh, see, a couple bucks a base might be a little high. See, <laughs> it's. That's why I was like, should I, how could you really, I don't know. I mean, how much does it cost you to make them? That's the thing. I need to really, I need to sit down and actually figure out. But it's not just the material. It's also the time, right? Like it yeah, only takes yeah, 10 yeah. minutes. If I had like, if I had like 30 molds, you know, right. if I could do like 60 and I just mix up a batch of resin and just pour it all over them. Yeah. Maybe, but uh, I mean, it's actual like time right now. I don't know. I bet I'm you'd have somebody. I bet you could. I bet you could get somebody to pay a dollar a base. I think so. I mean, if you go to eBay and you look for bases now, you'll see it about that. You know, you'll see a pack of like ten for twelve bucks or something. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Interesting. I don't know. I don't know if it's worth my time. I think uh, someone who maybe didn't have kids and dogs and <laughs> a life. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, dang. <laughs> Anyways, uh, that was right my on. week. So my uh, geek week was very similar. I did a lot of time basing my models just to do it um, with kind of the way that everything's sort of been shutting down. Like all my kids' activities have been canceled. Church was canceled for us. Yep. You know, all this other stuff was canceled. Um, I've had more time just to sit down and kind of go through it and start doing it. So I've been working my way through the history of the Byzantium Empire uh, podcast. And um, just basing and just really enjoying my kind of solitude doing this stuff. So, um, yeah, it's been kind of it's been kind of nice actually being able to devote some of the time to, to it. Yeah, um, very cool. The other thing that I'm going to bring up is that I've been watching AMC's Dispatches from Elsewhere. Mm. I don't know if you've even heard of it or seen it. Um, so it's on AMC. It's a new show. I think they said it's a limited run show. It might only be like a season or two or something like that. Um, and it is super weird and I love it. So it, it's, it was created by Jason Siegel. Um, he was on oh, how yeah. I met your mother and he did the uh -huh. Muppets movie and all that. Right. Um, and he stars in it too. And it's like these four people sort of get chosen for this game and it's like a scavenger hunt that they have to go on, but it's like really weird. Like there's some kind of like good and bad things that are happening, and um, it's kind of making people like take a real hard look at themselves. You know, um, it, hmm. it's it's very strange, um, very artistic, 
and um, it's got an element of like sci-fi kind of like this is you know there's other things going on in this world than just our day-to-day lives type of thing you know yeah um, and I've, I've been digging it I've been really digging it so cool. I recommend it it's pretty good been making uh, my wife watch it with me what was it called again dispatches from elsewhere dispatches from elsewhere AMC you said yeah yeah so cool. yeah cool. it's uh, definitely worth checking out in my opinion. So, yeah, right on. Uh, all right, so, hey, what, what do we got in the news? In the news, <clears throat> well, uh, there is the Origin nominees have been yes. posted for 2020. So, um, first off, what is Origins, for those of our listeners who don't know? The board game convention that happens every year in, is it Columbus? It is Columbus. Columbus. Yeah, I'm going to make sure to get that wrong. Yep, Columbus, Ohio. Uh, that's usually, That's in June this year, right? It's yeah, it's in June every year. It's like mid June. Yeah, second yeah. weekend in June usually. We've talked about going one of these times, but it's usually so close to Gen Con and like the brownie points really uh It's that know. and like it's literally like at the end of our kids' school year. Yeah, that's true. And it's just a crazy time because it's usually like our kids got camp starting up and all this? sorts it's, of different stuff. Seventeenth uh, to twenty first of June. Yeah, it's like school gets out like the week before, I think. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, it, I mean, I have a feeling that as our kids get a little bit older, it might be a little bit more doable, but um, it's, a, a, like you said, it's also very close to Gen Con. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Gen- I do I, have a brother that lives in Columbus, though. You so. do. We should do, do. And he wants do. to do it. We he wants to it. join us. Let's I know. Do. We should. <laughs> we totally should. <laughs> okay, what else? Uh yeah oh but but anyway the oh, right. the nominees came out we didn't even talk about well, the awards yeah I know right <laughs> yeah so I feel bad because I look at this and I'm like okay I consider myself a gamer but like I have not played like any of these that have been nominated I'm like man I I need to get out more or something yeah but yeah some I mean one or two of these I've actually played um uh one thing I thought was really cool is there's a they have a digital adaptation category and Raiders of the North. Yeah, uh, is on there. So Raiders of the North, a really fun uh, board game. I really, it's a, it's a worker, worker placement. placement. Yeah, yep. Jinx. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, no, it's a great game, and to have it uh, digitally adapted, I think would be a lot of fun. Totally, it'd be a lot of fun to play. Um, I like so the the nominees. Let's see, they they've got board game category, card game. Collectible game, digital adaptation, family games, gaming accessory, mm-hmm. um, historical game category, historical minis category, miniatures game, role-playing game. Um, yeah, that's the categories. Uh, I noticed that Warcry from Games Workshop is in there. You and I both have played Warcry. Oh, yeah. We love that, we're getting, that game. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great minis game um, and a great uh, – like we said last week, uh, it's kind of a starter drug for – <laughs> Age of Sigmar. Yes. You know? Yes. So, so if you're looking to find a new game, uh, scroll down that list. Maybe just want, pick something. Yeah. Give it a try. I was interested in the board game Red Alert, the Space, blah, the space Fleet Warfare. Um, that looked pretty cool to me. It's basically like six players and you guys are playing each other. It's almost like, do you remember like the um, computer game Red Alert? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's almost like the board game version of that. So, but with Space Fleets. That with sounds space awesome. Fleets, huh? It's like an RTS board game. Yeah. Huh. 
Sounds interesting. Yeah, give it a shot. The uh, role-playing game category, <clears throat> Alien the role-playing game, which came out, uh, I thought that actually came out, was it this pat last year? Yeah. Last year in November, I think. Right. Yeah, but oh my gosh, the art for that looks am- astounding if you're a fan of that uh, universe. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I was interested. I want to play it. But. Me too. And I was interested to see Pathfinder uh, Second Edition in there, and uh, just because I thought that that had come out more than just a year ago, but maybe it didn't. Maybe it did come out within the last year. Now that I think maybe. about it, Pathfinder Second Edition. Yeah. Well. Anyway, Google could tell our listeners. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Um, yeah, so there's that. Uh, let's see, what else? Oh, the Cards Against Humanity co-founder, he created a restaurant, started up a restaurant in Chicago that they they say, quote, serves up board games. Um, so uh, the interesting thing about this is it's a restaurant. You go there to eat, but that you it's, it's designed to play games at this restaurant. Um, Jason, you and I are not unfamiliar with this concept. Mm-mm. No. Nope. We have so, a local one that we have gone. I've gone. Uh, we went there. We had a buddy came in, that yeah, out of town for a while, and we just had, hey, let's all get together there rather than get together at somebody's house. And it was an awesome experience. Oh, it totally was. And the game, the the tables there are totally designed for big board games. Uh, we're playing like Star Wars, right? Edge of the Empire or Edge of the Galaxy? Galaxy's no. Edge? Yes. No, that's the actual Star Wars, right? No. I can't remember <laughs> what it's called, but it's a great game. Anyways, Star Wars, good board game. It was fun. Yeah, <laughs> super fun. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was a great, uh, great time because we had that board game and it was like spread out across a couple tables. And they've got those like drink holders that like actually sit on the edge of the table, right? Yes, that and you was, can put your drinks in, and it's that so was cool. so nice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but that's our, our local place, Crossroads Tavern. Outer Rim, we love it. Outer Rim, yeah, Star Wars Outer Rim. Yep, great yeah, game. Exactly, that's a good game. Um. Yeah. Yeah, and it was good bar food. Oh yeah, exactly. I mean, and that, it, it's like when you're playing. It's like, dude, I don't need anything fancy. It's like, just give me a burger and some fries. You know? Oh, dude, it but they perfect. don't have just fries. They got some tots there. They, that's right. You I love tots. those tater tots. Oh, their tater tots are good. I'm a big fan of tater tots. I love them to death. So yeah. Um. Oh, here's one not so great piece of news. If Dan were here, he'd probably like you know curse the gods that we mentioned their name, but Asmodee, everyone's favorite gaming company that they love to hate, um, announced this week um, that they were raising the MSRP on most of their on most of their most popular titles. So you're gonna see price increases of ten to twenty percent on games like Catan and Ticket to Ride and things like that. And that should go into place May first. So if you're thinking of picking up an Asmodee game that's one of their more popular ones. You should probably do that before May 1st. Yeah. Uh, yep. Maybe, and maybe that's what they're banking on. Maybe they need to increase revenue sales. So we're going to raise these prices, so get them now. Yeah, they're citing, obviously, like inflation and all that stuff. And, and they've held their prices flat for a few years. But, um, yeah, it's, it's kind of an interesting move, especially in light of the fact that they've been having a fire sale on some of their other product lines so yeah yeah kind of interesting uh yeah so i think that's pretty much all that we kind of dug up in the news this week um it's obviously been 
news in general has been dominated by our, you know, favorite coronavirus out there. Um, and so we wanted to actually talk a little bit about what happens um, when you can't go out anymore. So, I mean, that the, the, the title of this podcast is Gamers in a Dangerous Time, which is where, where we're at right now. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, it seems like the coronavirus seems to be, like, everywhere but, like, nowhere at the same time. It's kind of a weird – I'm going to be honest. It's kind of a weird feeling, like, to go out and be like, we're supposed to be indoors – we're not supposed to be living our normal lives because it's out there, but yet you see everybody's still kind of doing their own thing a little bit. It, it's kind of strange. So we kind of have to have a shift in mentality a little bit because, you know, like I said, activities are getting canceled. Things are started shutting down. It, you know, there's nothing to do, nowhere to go. You know, uh, the movie theaters are open for now, but is anybody going? I doubt it. Mm, no, you they know? were. Dude, uh, my wife and I were out the other night saturday night driving around and we looked over at the movie theater which is normally the parking lot is like you know way overflowed it's probably like dude it's probably like uh it's probably like a 20 yard 10 to 15 yard parking lot i'm just thinking how many football fields but anyways um dude it was like empty yeah there were like you know two row the first two rows and that's it wow now ironically it's probably one of the safest places to go now because there's nobody in the movie theater. You can have the whole thing to yourself. Yeah, I think they even said that they're selling 50% less tickets to ensure that there are spaces between. Interesting. I kind of yeah. like it. Maybe, uh, my, I, maybe my wife will go on date night this Friday. <laughs> right. Honey, no, listen. This is the safest place. Believe this, me. This is, really. Trust me. We're hiding me. in plain sight. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. They'll never know to come in here. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. So I know a lot of people are sort of having to stay in. Um, fortunately, a lot of people are still able to go to work and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but, I'm you know, yep. what happens when, what happens when, you know, you've got too much binging done on Netflix and you're getting a little antsy, you want to roll some dice. What do you do? What do you do when, uh, you know, some of your favorite places are closing down? Because, like, we actually have a gaming store that we go to that is now only open for purchases only. Like, you can't go in and game. You can go in and buy some board games, which I think is still cool. Like, if you need paint, board games, uh, you know, models or whatever, like, they're still open to be able to, like, get you that stuff. But um, we can't go in and game there anymore. Yeah, just don't touch anything. Yeah, just don't, don't sneeze on anything. Yeah. But so uh, I'm actually got because I'm running low on some of my paints, and I was like, yeah. "The store is going to be called." No, oh, oh, still for purchases. Okay, <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Because um, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, the kids, our kids are out of school for a month, like a month now, and they're anticipating potentially that could extend. So yeah. you know, this virus is it's put us in a time that's a little bit that's different for any time we've kind of anything we've had to kind of react to, and at least here in America. Um, so it's, uh, and you know, people are, like you said, some people, um, my job, I'm still going to work, but we're all anticipating getting a memo in the next day or two that tells us, uh, to still work, but tele, telework. Um, yeah. so it's just going to be me trapped in my house with all of my kids for the next month, probably. And that's when your productivity drops Yay! significantly. <laughs> <laughs> I love yeah. my kids. I love them. So what do we do? What do we do? What, what what are our options to game in this dangerous time? Video games. All right. I mean, step number one, right? Boot that Xbox back up. It's been a while. Put my Just... paints down. 
Well, yeah. I guess that's the other thing. I'm paint, painting. <laughs> right, dude. Doing I'm doing a, a ton of, of hobbying. Yeah, which is nice. I mean, it's it's good that I'm actually like focusing on it. But yeah, yeah. My uh, my uh, little work area is actually like a table in the laundry room, in the basement. But uh, we have a kid TV. We have like a TV area down there where the where the PlayStation is hooked up. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And we bought. Um, my kids still love Minecraft, and they play it together. My, even my older kids, they play Minecraft together. It's like a pastime. So they'll be in there playing Minecraft, and I'm in the laundry room door crack just listening to make sure they don't kill each other while I'm sitting there <laughs> painting my minis. Dude, um, on Saturday and Sundays, we were spending a lot of time playing some Minecraft. Yep. As a it's family. It's a pastime. Yeah. And you know what? Like, I totally dig it. If the kids want to get super creative, building a world in there and building yeah, houses. Right. Uh, we start you know. making something. Oh yeah, like I think it's great. So, um, but yeah, I mean, like, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of great games out there right now. Um, if you don't have the Xbox Games Pass, I can't recommend it enough. Oh, there's man, so seriously. many amazing games yep. on there. And I even uh, booted up a, a the, an older one last night by accident. I meant oh, really? to click No Man's Sky, and I accidentally like clicked the Turing test. Oh, nice! And I was like, well, okay, we'll just finish letting this boot. How was it? Did and you play I was like, it? All right, we'll just go ahead and start this. Yeah, I played <laughs> it for like two hours. It's basically like a it's a puzzle game like Portal. Okay, okay. Kind of, yeah, almost the exact same feel. Like you go into a room and um, you've got you move like little energy balls around to be able to try to unlock the door to the next room. And oh, there's I a story. You. There's a story going on. So it was perfect, just brain dump, right? I'm just like, yeah. well, kind of. Help me, give me some puzzles. I like puzzles. But then two, the problem is that two hours later, I was like. Okay, I gotta go to bed. That was fun. Oh man, I want to play No Man's Sky. <laughs> Dang what it. Do I do? Yeah, <laughs> I, I actually um the uh, games with gold free game this month was the Telltale Games Batman. Oh yeah, I got that um, downloaded. Episode, I it was it's been a blast. I love it. It's it's a lot of fun. Ton I'm of fun. I'm still working through the Wolf one. Oh, the Wolf Among Us, so good. Yeah, that one's really good. Really yeah. Well, good. So, what would you think is the Batman on par with that one? Oh yeah, absolutely. And and good. this is the second Batman. Like there's a first Batman that's out there. Right. That I was played the just first good. one. Yeah, the first one was really good. And this one will kind of like play off of those same choices that you made. The problem was is I played that other Batman like four years ago. Yeah, that that was a and, while ago. <laughs> no, I don't even I didn't remember what choices I had made. And so it was like, Don't you remember you did this? And I'm like, Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, I, I did. <laughs> right. So so, but yeah, man, there's so many games out there that you could go multiplayer with, you could go solo with. I mean, look, if you've never played The Witcher 3, it's on there, and that'll last you. I just downloaded you. that, too, yeah. That, will la- that game itself will last you the entire coronavirus, I promise you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. so, so many good so, so many good games that you could get with the games pass. So, I totally recommend it. It's, um, I don't know if they're still doing some promotions out there, but we got some good deals on it, and it's it's worth it. Yeah, definitely, man. And there are so many games on there that um, I have played. Like, I've seen, <clears throat> you know, when the game first came out, like The Observer was one. Um, uh-huh. The Observer, when it first came out, I was like really intrigued by it, but I was like, I really don't want to pay $30. So I think it was it was an indie game. Yeah. So it was only like yeah, yeah. I was like, I really don't want to pay $30 for that game. Um, so then when it hit the Game Pass, I was like, all right. So I downloaded it, and I beat it in, like, I'm glad I didn't pay $30 for it because I beat right. it in, like, three hours or something, some some dumb like that, three or four yeah. hours. But, dude, it was a really fun three to four hours. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, that was awesome. And then when it was done, I deleted it, made space on my hard drive, 
I was like, well, that was cool. There's a ton of games that I can't like. Um, uh, what is it? Uh, Down. Do you remember that game? It's sort uh, of like a like Legend of Zelda style, like two D thing, and and if you die, you have to go back to where your last save point was. You're like a Viking almost, or like yep, going yep. inside a mountain. Yep. Mm-hmm. And solving puzzles and all that. Anyway, like a bunch of these games that I'm like, I I don't know if I would have paid retail for them, but now that they're on the Games Pass, like they're great. Yes. You know. Um, another game. No, there's just lots of games. Just explore it. Check it out. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, lots of good stuff. Lots of good Doom stuff. Doom is on there. If you haven't oh, played my that, gosh. shame on yes. you. And if you've only played it once, play it again. Yes. It's ama- <laughs> oh, thir- uh, 20th of this month, four days. Doom Eternal. Yes. Is that coming out on the Games Pass right away? Uh, I kind of don't think it is. And I don't I think so. There, there's no incentive for them to put that in the Games Pass. I know, but seriously, if it were there, I'd yeah. be like, oh, baby. Because that they game, right. looks... they put the first Doom in the games pass, or the yeah. first of the newer Dooms in the game pass, and then everyone yeah. will pay their sixty dollars. Oh man, that game is so good. It is. So oh, good. it's one of the best games ever, man, of this generation. Oh, absolutely. And yeah. the thing is, is it's not complicated. No. <laughs> it's just I, so much fun. And here's the thing: I put that game down. I played it, and then I put it down for like four, three or four months. Just because of life. Yeah. And then I picked it back up. Dude, I, ha- I was back in the swing in like one night. Yeah. You know, it's awesome game. Good example of how arcade does not just mean dumb simple. Right. It can, it can be good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So, uh, yeah, I mean, look, uh, console and, and, and PC gaming, that's kind mm-hmm. of a no-brainer, right? Yep. Um, but what if we've got that tabletop fix that we got to get in? What are we going to do? Well, there's it's roll a, twenty. Yeah, yeah. I need to okay. try roll twenty again. I'm, I am not. I did roll twenty when it first came out, and it, dude, it was glitchy. All right. Well, let's. So back up a little bit. What What is roll twenty? Roll twenty is a glitch. No. Um. Roll twenty. <laughs> glitchy. Yeah. <app. laughs> <laughs> so if you want to do like, we'll just think about it, you know twenty sided dice. Rolling is twenty sided yep. dice. So it was a website where you could get together. It would present kind of a virtual space, like a virtual whiteboard almost. Uh-huh. Um, and you could, you know, uh, whoever the DM was, you could. Uh, they started putting in all these modules where you could, you could uh, load tiles, you could load little icons that could represent your guys. You could drag around. Um, the, even uh, they started to embed char- character sheets. Yeah. Uh, and stuff like that, so that you know you could embed your character sheet. And you could, when you needed to roll, you could roll the dice, and it would roll for your character sheet. Really cool concept. One of the first um, ones that really kind of kicked off. So it's funny you said kicked off because this was a Kickstarter project mm-hmm. actually um, in 2012. Mm-hmm. And the guys that set it up, they're like, hey, we want to be able to combine, you know, they, they were doing stuff over FaceTime or Google yeah. Hangouts or mm-hmm. um, even Discord. I don't know how popular Discord was at that time in 2012. Think, was Discord out in 2012? I don't even know. I don't think um, so. I wasn't using it back then. Um, but the point is, is they wanted kind of everything all together, right? So that they didn't have to like do a PowerPoint. Discord yeah, was okay. 2015. Okay. All right. Cool. <laughs> yeah. So, so that definitely straight. wasn't there. No. Yeah. Definitely wasn't there. <laughs> um, 
So these guys put this together and it came out of the gate and it did sort of what it needed to do, which is at least get everybody on the same video chat Yeah. and provide mm -hmm. that whiteboard space that the DM could mark things or whatever. Yeah. As time has gone on, like you said, they added more support for like character sheets that you could easily click buttons to like if you needed to hit an enemy you know you push one button and it does all the dice rolling and calculation for you yeah on there you know so it's got a built-in dice roller um uh so some of the bigger games like D, D, pathfinder um like they've got massive support on there and i think that those games run really smoothly where we seem to have issues we played shadow of the demon lord on there one time and earth dawn and the uh, guy... and also um um what else do we play what the, the, oh, i'm drawing a blank uh uh the one with uh the elves and the future and the cyberpunk uh, shadowrun oh shadowrun right yeah right that was yeah so the problem was is that like the the communities that were into these sort of um lesser known games they were sort of responsible for making their own macros mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. kind of interfaces for it and so like the dude we met the dude who actually made the earth dawn one um he played some games with us and he was doing a good job making it it's just that it, it was almost like the system didn't like him creating custom macros all the time that would like make sure that the dice were rolling correctly you know yeah. mm -hmm. and um but it wasn't just that that sort of like irked me about it it's like we can never get the audio right for everybody yeah. We can never get the video right for everybody. We ended up doing like Google Hangouts just on the side for the video and audio and then like roll 20 for the actual visual of the game. Well, didn't in the early days of roll 20, didn't they actually use Hangouts for their video? I think they might have. And then they, they kind of integrated it all into yeah. one. Um, and anyway, like I think they've gotten a lot better. I've heard that they've gotten a lot of better. I haven't used it as much. I sort of switch to discord yeah um whenever i want to do online gaming because i feel like the audio and video has been much uh more reliable um and if i'm not using if i'm not playing DD, i don't need to use like the special macros and maps and things like there but listen if you buy some of those packs that they have like they've got um kind of like quote unquote it, it you can sign up for a free account and play for free essentially but if you want to be a dungeon master and have access to like maps and packs and character sheets online and manage everything there then you pay like a monthly subscription fee or something like that and yeah. i don't think it's terribly expensive probably um, not but it's but, just probably yeah. another four dollars a month yeah something like that yeah. but it's i mean if you're into group gaming like and you know like you've got your your weekly or monthly rpg night and you're worried about coronavirus this is something I would totally check out, you know, and see if it's an option, you know? Yeah. Um, and see if it's something that you uh, want to want to get into. Um, it's definitely worth checking out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I need to give it another try, honestly. I do, too. I, I really do. Mm -hmm. It's been about two years since I've done it, so... It might be way better now. It's, yeah, it's probably been long, because I think you did it more recently than myself but uh i i think um obviously it's working it's still well known in the industry 
So it's probably in a much better place. And and it's run by it's it, you know it's made by gamers. So you know they're going to take input and they're going to try to make it better. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's cool. Definitely. I will say one thing, and no, I will probably say many more things. But anyway, so I, I have an opinion about those kind of things. Is whenever I play role playing games online, I like Discord because I like ta- not not using the board. Honestly, when I play role playing games, I prefer theater to the mind. Um, when I get when I get to grid systems and people start laying the grid down and counting the movements. I've I have a couple issues with that. Number one, I think it slows down the game, uh-huh. um, and I think that's one of the beauties of the of of an RPG is you know you can is keeping the flow going. Um, you know you you're a GM. I have a GM. We both have experience when you play systems that slow way down because right. the rule system is way too complex, and the fun just starts to dissipate. It starts sucking it out. Yep. Yeah, so I am, I, I've always been a theater mind. I feel like it gives people more freedom in exploring. Like, you may picture that demon boss a different way than me, um, and you may, you may picture your surroundings a little bit different, and we can still both play inside that same universe that we've created in our own minds and still have a great experience. Um, whereas when you start to kind of lay out maps and grids, you're starting to remove the freedom that is the beauty of RPGs in my mind. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, that's a good point. And we, we had, I think it was like one of our very first episodes. In fact, it might've been our first episode was technology and gaming. And sometimes that Mm -hmm. can get in the way of a good game. And I felt like when we were playing earth dawn, the technology was totally in the way of the game. I wanted to quit that game so bad and it and it it really didn't have anything to do with the story or the plot line or anything that our buddy was GMing. It was just like the technology was just so difficult to overcome that it just wasn't fun. Yeah. You know. So so all this to say is this isn't the best plug for Roll Twenty. <laughs> 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 well, well, I, right. So, right. So, back up. So, back up. So, I think my point is, you can still play with theater mind on roll twenty. You That's can true. use the character sheets. You can use the dice and everything. Yep. You don't have to get caught up in the, you know, the accuracy of the board and the pieces. Yeah. Uh, virtually, you can still enjoy the other aspects of seeing your friends through their video feeds, clicking the dice and watching the dice roll, and using your character sheets and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, and I mean, or you can get all into it. I mean, they've got like yeah, shaders. They've got shaders where it's like a lamp light will show you where like the light is actually shining and what you can see. So it creates a fog of war Yeah. in a sense, you know, in, in a sense in on the board that you wouldn't get even on a um, regular tabletop. So if you and your group are totally into that, like this is a great place for that. So there's a lot of freedoms there, you know? Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Uh, we mentioned Discord is sort of like our has been our go-to, and I think that you, the strength of that has been that it's reliable, right? Mm-hmm. It's easy yeah. for you to get online. It's easy for you to coordinate. It's easy for you to like join a bunch of uh, videos together and just talk and and go over stuff. And we've had a couple of really great games on Discord. Oh yeah. You know, a um, lot of uh, we did Shadow of the Demon Lord a couple of times when we were prepping for Gen Con. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, that year, and um, we had some really, really fun games 
on yep. there. Um, and I think, like you said, uh, first off, the Shadow of the Demon Lord, which um, I want to kind of review in one of our future episodes, it's a great game for Theater of the Mind. Oh, absolutely. You know, mm-hmm. and that, I think that's one of its best strengths is that it it you don't have to have miniatures and pieces out there to have a good time. Like, Theater of the Mind is great for that game. And so to do it over Discord, I mean, I had a game. Were you in the game where we, like, pulled in, like, three dudes from the community to play with us? Yeah, mm-hmm. I was in that. And it was just, like, random guys from Facebook that just joined in. And, man, we had a great time. We had so much fun. Yeah, it's it's always fun. Um, and all of these online things, you can connect with people that you normally wouldn't have been able to. Because I think, you know, we were playing with someone that was in California and someone that was yeah. in Texas. And, you know, we're in Virginia. So that's the, that's a beauty, a beautiful thing is being able to play with people who aren't co-located with you. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of fun. Um, and uh, let's see. I mean, you could also use just uh, Google Hangouts or something. Um, there is a thing out there called Tabletop Simulator. Um, it's sort of, uh, I don't know if it's, I would call it a nascent application. Like, it's not that new, right? No, it's definitely not. Um, I'm trying to remember the name of the, oh, it started with a V. It was like Vagrants. I don't remember. There was a tabletop simulator years ago that came out that was just like literally like, you know, a square. And you could, everyone could connect and just kind of drag pieces around. And people, the communities went through this effort of like taking pictures of components of board games and cutting them out and putting them into this thing. So you could kind of just drag, drag, uh, drag the pieces around and, and play board, pretend like you're playing board games together. Tabletop yeah. simulator has kind of taken that to the next level of actually, uh, you know, uh, supported game systems with their components uh, to be able to play it on. And there's even a VR version. Yeah, which is kind of cool because, I mean, then you're actually sort of there. Um, there's a bunch of games, if you check it out, like um, there's a couple of CMON games, Zombie Sides on there, mm-hmm. Blood Rage is one of the games. Um, they've got Pillars of Eternity is another board game that you could play in there. Um, what are some of the other ones that I saw that... Um, Chess? <laughs> yeah, you can play chess and checkers right. and backgammon. Fun. Um, Vassal. That was the uh, other board game okay. simulator. That All right. Used. The Vassal engine. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's some of the epic games like Epic Defenders, Epic Galaxies, Epic Kingdoms, um, Darkest so Nights in there. Yeah. I bring up Vassal because, again because Vassal is a free open source uh, version of this kind of a thing oh, okay I got so you. everything on vassal is is uh open source so if you're interested in just exploring the concept that could be a good starting point yeah yeah so check out tabletop simulator i mean yeah the nice thing is that there's people out there that are using it and you could probably find a game you could probably get into some board games out there that you may not have done and you know maybe it's hard to find some people that around you that like to play these types of strategy board games like blood rage for example um or unearth you know i mean Mm -hmm. there's um oh they've got boss monster in there did you see that ah cool that's a great game and that would be easy to play in this so easy so it'd be a lot of fun anyway there's a lot of a lot of stuff i i check it out tabletop simulator is pretty good i heard a rumor at one point that warhammer was supported on here 
I don't see it, and I don't know how that would work. I mean, that would be just so out of control. Yeah, so I think Warhammer 40K, there were some modules in Vassal for it, but the problem is you still can't... All it does is provide... All these things really do is provide you the component systems. You still got to... You still got to play the game according yeah. to the rules, I think. Right. Yeah, but anyways, um, that would be... I don't know, man. I, how would you enforce... I guess if you clicked on a unit, maybe the game could enforce a rule that actually said only only allowed you to actually move it the correct distance. There's just so many like combo things <laughs> in those know. games, though, right? Exactly. I like, don't know how, how it would how, work. Yeah. Yeah. Well, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I Check mean... It out. This is board games, card games, um, yeah. and again, like if you want to do some type tabletop stuff, it's definitely worth checking out. Um, oh, I was gonna say, listen, if you don't have a gaming community that you can really go find, go go find some. I mean, there's like Discord channels out there, tons of Discord channels for D and D and Pathfinder and also any kind of RPG you want to play. Um, you know, you can easily find people who will get online with you and play. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, so um don't let don't let the coronavirus keep you down. No. Jump into our Discord, Guild Nine Gaming right. Discord channel. Yeah. We we we'll welcome we you get... with open arms. Yes. Uh yep, and we can uh hook up, play some games, that kind of stuff. Just have a yeah, good time. Absolutely. Right on. So there's some options. Uh, video games are probably the thing a lot of people are going to fall back to because they were probably doing it anyways, right? Right, right. But um, if you want to get that tabletop like uh, Justin was saying, you know, explore a little bit, and you might find just you might just have a good time with it. Absolutely. Uh, well, that's about it for this week. So uh, anything else to add, Jason? Uh, no, stay, uh, stay safe, stay healthy, and uh, keep on gaming. Wash your hands. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Have a good night. Take care.